This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I interview top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Leah Lake. She's a feminine energy mentor, teacher, and guide who teaches healthy relationship dynamics to help people attract what they want in life, love, and business. So I'm really looking forward to today's topic, Leah. Welcome, and thank you for being here. Hi, Elena. Thanks for having me. This I love doing anything with you. (laughs) Yes, we always have so much fun. And today we're going to be talking about how to quickly recognize and attract an empowered masculine man and how you actually don't have to go on endless dates in order to meet that man. Right, Leah? Right. Yes. I know everyone's going to be so interested in that. I hear from so many women who are tired of dating. Maybe they've been single for a while and they're sick of online dating. They're sick of meeting the wrong kind of men. So hopefully what we're going to share today will help you start to turn things around if you're starting to feel frustrated or discouraged in your love life. So Leah, what's the first thing you want to say on this topic? Okay, where do I want to start? So what I want to do is just help women shift the perspective on how they're viewing dating to begin with. I think that sounds great. And I forgot to mention we're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. So everybody say hi in the chat. I see Angela. She says, yes, great topic. I knew everyone was going to be interested in this one. So yeah, let's dive in. How would a woman go about doing that? Okay. So yes, I'm for women who aren't familiar with what I teach. One of my main tools is a life raft. So just imagine that you have a life raft. Everybody has their own life raft and we don't need to be pulling people into ours or leaving ours to get into theirs. And just, first of all, being able to feel into what your life raft feels like. So for me, when I imagine it, I just, I immediately feel grounded, safe, secure, um, like steady. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. this very grounding energy. And so from there, what I want women to first think about is that if they have the desire for this specific, you know, ideal relationship, then that exists for them. And that's probably the hardest part is believing, especially if they've been, you know, through, you know, marriages or just long-term relationships that weren't healthy and they've been dating a lot, then it can seem like, well, maybe it's just not meant for them. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that can come up. But if we can focus on that, if you exist, then this man exists, then it puts her in a different energy already. I completely agree. I hear from women all the time who are in this energy of, I call the, where is he energy? You know, I'll post a (laughs) quote about something. It'll say, you know, imagine a man who doesn't stop trying after he has you or something like that. I did that one recently. And I mean, some people say, oh, that's my husband or my daughter has a man like that. Or my best friend has just met a guy like that. And there are some people who say that's just a fantasy. It doesn't exist. (laughs) There are some people who say, where is he? Yeah, but where is he? And I always say that you can't be asking, where is he? And be in the energy of he's here. He exists. He's coming towards me. He's right around the corner. So yeah, absolutely. You have to believe that your perfect counterpart exists in order for him to show up in your life and come towards you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's for her to feel open and be in that receiving mode. So with the life raft, if so a woman, so some women, you know, they're definitely, they're okay with online dating. Some women are like, I don't want to online date. I'm just not feeling it. And to me, it doesn't really matter where, what strategy it is. But when you're in your life raft, imagine that you're connected to, you're connected to your intuition, to the universe. It's, your job from your life raft to tune into what's, where are you being asked to 
to go? Like what is coming to you? What are your next steps? That answers the where is he question because it can only come from wherever you're being guided to go. I think that's so great. It reminds me of our Feminine Art of Attraction program, an online course that Leah and I created years and years ago about listening to your intuition and responding from that place, from that aligned place, rather than frantically going out and taking action coming from a place of lack or scarcity or feeling like you're running out of time. Those things always lead to more feelings of anxiety or lack. So I think that's great what you're saying. Yeah. So Oh my gosh, we did that program so long ago. It's still <laughs> pretty relevant today. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so from this place, then I bring in something that I call the elevated dating method. And I'm calling it that because it's a different view, a different perspective. It's like a higher view of like what's actually going on. And most women, by the time they find me, so I used to teach, um, you know, the wounded masculine and feminine on that we live in a society of codependency and narcissism and, and there's these wounded energies and we're meant to integrate them. Well, the life raft naturally integrates a woman's energy because she's solid and grounded within herself while still connected to her intuition. So from here she's going to probably attract more integrated men, but they're the men with so much potential that she gets caught in this potential man trap. (laughs) And we have to eliminate this potential man trap. And I'm going to teach women how to do that. (laughs) That sounds great. I know I see women getting stuck for so long on these men who have all the potential in the world, but they're just not in their empowered masculine energy, or they're simply not interested enough to pursue her consistently and keep moving things forward. I think we've talked about this in other interviews, how sometimes women who are just so smart and so capable have this tendency or urge to jump off their life raft and swim over to a man's life raft and try to pull him along and catch him up to where she is, right? Right. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So with dating, I the elevated dating method is about recognizing three types of men in three dates or less, or three weeks, if depending on like, if they're not getting together. So it's very, very simple and straightforward. And most women, if they think back to previous relationships that they've been in, they'll be able to recognize like, oh, my intuition was talking to me, but I didn't listen. Mm -hmm. I just moved forward. So these three archetypes of men are the sailor, the surfer and the seducer. And if you imagine in your life raft, the surfer is more the distorted feminine. So I'm not saying wounded feminine because he he pretty much has his life kind of (laughs) together. He's not a mess or anything, but he's, he's not quite able to manage a relationship. Um, So he is actually the man with the most potential And because he doesn't have his own life raft, women will see how amazing he is. There'll be a lot of chemistry. And so she'll hold out, hoping that eventually he'll step up to the plate. So there's, so she's pulling him into her life raft. That's the essence of it. And then I'll go into some specifics about that after I describe the other ones. But the sailor is the integrated man, he brings his life raft up to hers, tethers it to hers. So his energy feels normal, refreshing, and it's more of a curiosity feeling. So Helene, I would, um, how did you feel when you met Tom? What was your feeling? Like on the first date or even messaging? Cause you guys met online, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We actually met 24 hours after I (laughs) joined an online dating site. It's just the perfect example of just following your intuition. You know, when the time was right, I went on, met him the next day. We met up, I believe 11 days after that. My first impression, he was a gentleman. He was more on the introverted side, kind of shy, very secure though. Didn't feel any sort of need to show off or anything like that. It's just kind of, he was who he was. What you see is what you get. And very like, I guess gentleman would be the best word to describe him. And also he was great about making plans, driving to me, 
setting up dates, following up the next day, setting up the next date. There was no lag time, <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So calm, So the words I'm using to describe <laughs> men like Tom are like calm and steady. There's no, yes. like, the waters are, there's no like wondering, feeling off balance, you know, just wondering what should I do? So it's that calm, steady energy. That is the sailor. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, calm. It wasn't like this crazy whirlwind, like love bombing, lavishing, expensive gifts or anything like right up front. It wasn't like that, but calm and steady and progressing and moving along at an easy, comfortable pace. No question about his intentions or interest level. Like, yes. I knew for sure where things were headed and where I stood. Yep. Yep. So that's the, that's the energy with which I want women to start to tune into when they're dating, especially in those first three dates, because, okay, so let me go to the seducer, which everyone has probably dated a seducer before the man who appears to have it all, or he's lying about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the way I describe this is he has the yacht, he has the successful career, the life, the friends, the trips, the, um, the everything that a woman has been dreaming about. And so he knows how to seduce a woman and we, we, get pulled into that chemistry, but he, because he's such a fast mover, it, it, you know, he'll drift away really, really quickly. So there's not Mm -hmm. really like too much time to get, you know, she doesn't even have a choice if she gets to gets attached or not (laughs) because he's going to leave anyway. Um, Okay. So that this type of man really, it, she, he does pull on this woman's heartstrings because it's so clear to her um, that he is what she's been looking for, um, but it's an illusion. And so she it makes her want to abandon her life raft and do what she can to make it work, but um, inevitably it doesn't work. So that those are the three archetypes of men that like pretty integrated women are will find themselves attracted to. And of course, then there's all the other life rafts out there (laughs) full of men that they're just not going to, there's just no energetic connection. So these are the three main types. Got it. Okay. Does anyone listening live have questions about any of these three main types? I'm just checking with the chat. Hi to Ty, Angela, Bell, Valerie. Valerie says, I just jumped out of his life raft and I'm back in mine. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I'm happy to hear that. That's great. Angela says those kinds of men are exhausting. I have a question about the surfer. Is this kind of the kind of guy that is sort of emotionally available, but not actually available. Like you can have a deep connection with him, but heading towards a real committed relationship is just nowhere on his radar. Is it similar to that? Similar. Yep. Yep. So he's like, it's yeah, that deep emotional connection. So both of the say the surfer and the seducer will feel kind of similar at first, but then the surfer is that like, there's no groundedness. There's no like actual moving things forward unless you do it. Mm. You got it. One do it. And then over time, she'll just recognize that her needs aren't getting met and she'll just keep getting disappointed and wondering like, what is she doing? But the connection is so strong. It keeps her holding out. Well, then all the things come up like, well, what if there's nobody else? What if this is as good as it gets? He loves me. Um, Kind of like, you know, she knows who he is and she's comfortable there. Got it. Right. As opposed to the seducer where a woman also feels the need to jump off her life raft and swim over to him. But it's more like she would have to do that because he's not interested or available enough to come towards her. It's kind of all about him and his life and it's attractive and a woman could go, Oh, this is everything I want. And she's an empowered woman and he appears to be an empowered man. Is that right? That that's the difference between the surfer and the seducer. Yep. So the main difference, which just to say one other way is that the surfer, she's going to try and pull him into her life raft by moving things forward, helping him to ask her out, <laughs> making the plans, mm-hmm. you know, really just probably being the breadwinner, being the more, she's the more stable, secure one in the relationship. 
like she's the more masculine, the more stable masculine. And he actually has the more distorted feminine where the seducer is more distorted masculine. And she is like, <laughs> wait, okay, what do I do here? And then, oh, I'm going to leave my life raft and go over there. And then she gets blindsided. Yes. Valerie in the chat says, yes, I can relate to the surfer. I definitely known many surfers <laughs> before <laughs> for sure. And I'm kind of laughing over here because I have a very close family member. We were joking the other day. She was, I don't even know if you could call it dating. She met a seducer type of man online right around the same time that Tom and I met and she totally got infatuated with him. He had everything that she was looking for, but similar, we were joking that in the time that she has just is waiting for him to take her on one actual real date, you know, Tom and I met, dated, uh, you know, got engaged, moved in together, got married, and she's still waiting for this guy in the same time frame to take oh, her no. on a date because he's so busy and they live like 10 blocks away, by the way. It's not like they live far oh, away. No. And I'm like, it's never going to happen, right? And she knows that by now, but it's just so interesting how, you know, you can get dragged into these things or you can stay stuck on a person for so long where it's just so clear to us or probably anyone looking objectively at the situation. That's just not going anywhere, right? He's just not interested or available yeah. enough to come over to your life raft and start pursuing you. Right. Right, right, right. So the idea is to be able to recognize these, you know, what type of archetype is this man in three dates or less, because I only want women dating a sailor after the third date. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, the, otherwise it just prolongs the inevitable. And it's like women spend too much time. It's like they get in the slow lane when they want to be in the fast lane. Yes, that is so true. So we talked about the sailor. What are some signs or things a woman should look for within that time frame, the first few weeks or the first couple dates? So you said it with Tom, it's very predictable. So that's another thing is like men are predictable. So if he messages you, you can expect another message with probably within 24 hours. You can expect him to ask you out or within three days. You can expect him to make a um, another date within probably by the, you know, the end of that date, <laughs> you can mm -hmm. expect to have plans after, after that first date, just like he'll set it up again, he'll set it up again. And so within those three dates, a woman will be able to feel in, if she's in her life raft, and if he's in his life raft, especially, I feel like women who have um, come to us where they're already really aware of their energy and understand the masculine and feminine energy dynamic. So true. Yes. Angela in the chat says, I love these differences. It's a time saver. I completely agree. And are there certain things where if it's showing up within those first few weeks or dates that a woman should just automatically disqualify a guy? Oh my gosh. There's so many, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So if he is, um, let's say he plans a date and then the next day or, you know, then early the next morning, he sends a picture of himself and then wants a picture of you or, you know, <laughs> like he plans a date, but then he like texts you all day or he plans a date and then doesn't text at all. Or, you know, like he, he, he doesn't follow up to say when or where, like mm -hmm. um, any type of thing that's going to make you wonder like what, like what's happening. Like if she has to think about, should I text him and confirm? Okay. That's the red flag. <laughs> um, where if a woman is caught wondering, so, um, if he, if a man, here's another one. So if a man prolongs the conversation over a week without any, like, Hey, let me get your number. Mm. Let's move this off the app. Or, um, let's say they meet organically. He gets her number, but he doesn't, quickly within like a day or two asked to go on a date. Got it. It's this drawing it out. It's almost like it just becomes a text relationship. He just yes. has a text buddy or someone who, you know, he can see every once in a while when he gets some free time versus the sailor who is very clearly coming towards you and pursuing you. His intentions are clear and he's not going to risk losing you. Right. 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 And so some other things are, um, 
like asking too deep of questions too soon, right? So we want that calm, steady energy. So if he starts asking or, or sharing too much information too soon, that's really a sign of some like emotional immaturity or just a lack of awareness that, um, you know, women who are into doing the inner work, they need someone who has more awareness, Got it. Okay. This is great. If anyone has questions, please let us know. I'm just loving this so much, Leah. What would you say to a woman who doesn't feel chemistry with the sailor type? I hear from women all the time. Of course, I was there myself a long time ago where you only feel attracted to the men where you're kind of slightly off balance, where they always feel slightly out of reach, the surfer or the seducer. And a man who is interested in pursuing you consistently, you're not really feeling it for those kinds of guys. What would you say to women who experience that? I know that's really common. Yeah. So we have to shift the energy, the energetic perspective here, which is, okay, if this is a common theme for her, first and foremost, for amazing women, they're going to have to say no to a lot of men. It is normal. It's part of the process. Don't make it mean something it doesn't mean. Okay. So we have to, like, that's normal. And if, if she exists, then her ideal man exists. So from that energetic perspective, she can move forward in a more confident way of like, rather than feeling like, oh, why am I always attracted to, or why are men always attracted to me that I'm not attracted to? Or what if I'm, you know, what if it's not going to happen for me? Um, so those, those two energetic shifts. And then um, as far as dating men, there's no chemistry with. If, okay, so let's say you and women goes out on a date with a sailor and she feels this intrigue or some curiosity, some interest that she, her soul will tell her to go out with him again. If, if she's meant to go out with him again, if there's absolutely no chemistry, then what I tell my clients is like, no, if you, because they're, women are so intuitive when they allow themselves to be. So if you really feel that there's no chemistry, then I don't, I would say if my client asked me that, I'd be like, no, then it's over. Okay. So you, her soul will tell her, yes, this is something that could be good for me or no, something's off here. This is the yes. Yeah. Her soul, her intuition. And I feel like a big part of the problem for women is um, not, you know, they don't, trust themselves enough. They don't have that like knowing like, okay, like if this were supposed to go somewhere, then, you know, (laughs) she will know. I think that's so great. I know it for me, you know, I talk about this all the time that the chemistry and deep attraction with my husband took a little while to develop, but there was no question in my mind about whether or not I wanted to see him again. I wasn't forcing myself to go on dates with someone who I felt nothing for, right? It just took a little time for that chemistry to develop. It just, it wasn't those instant sparks of attraction that I felt with the wrong kind of men (laughs) who were, it was never going to go anywhere. So it did take some time to develop, but I I love what you're saying. Yeah, there was zero question in my mind. I knew for sure by the end of the first date that I would go out with him again if he asked. I knew after the second date that I'd like to see him again. So I think that's a really good distinction. Yeah. So that's it. Exactly what you said. Like once a woman knows she's dating a sailor, you know, a very empowered, integrated man who can move things forward, then yeah, she's going, even if the attraction isn't, you know, fully built, she'll feel she'll want to, it'll be a, an organic, not a desire, but like, yeah, like she won't have to question it. Right. Like, I want to see where this goes. I'm interested in getting to know someone more, not that you're going to invest yourself completely and throw all your eggs in that basket, but you should know, is it a yes or no, you know, would you want this person again? (laughs) Yes. And what you just said, throw all your eggs in one basket. I feel like I still don't have all my eggs in one basket with (laughs) Trevor. I feel like women um, have this idea that they have to go all in. And it's really just about staying in your own life raft and letting it unfold and keeping it light and fun. And it just moving 
moving closer and closer together, but you always stay in your life raft. That is so great. I am loving this conversation. So different and unusual, which, you know, I love so much. (laughs) Um, We have a question in the chat from someone who says, I just finally released a seducer. How do we reset our energy after being wrapped in his life raft for over four years? What a great question. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's amazing. So what I would want you to do is, and all women in this situation is really start to feel on a daily basis what it feels like to be in your own life raft because that is really your center of attraction it's where life unfolds in the easiest way but when you can really feel like calm and steady in your own energy anything that's going to cause you to become unbalanced out in the world like you're going to pick up on it so fast it's so true you can feel it just like you can feel the red flags usually right from the start (laughs) with the wrong kind of myth. But sometimes that chemistry takes us over the lure or the pull or attraction takes us over. We get involved with them anyway. I'm curious uh, with this person who's asking, were the signs kind of there from the beginning or did it take a while to see that he was a seducer? I'm kind of curious to know. Usually the signs are there at the beginning, but we think that if we just do all the right things, we can somehow get this person to swim over to our life raft or pick up the ball and run with it. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. The signs are always there in the beginning, especially those first three weeks or first three dates. It's like, once you know what to look for and once you really are in tune with the energy, it's like, there are no more illusions. It's like, okay, this man's capable. This man this man thing. It's almost like you're like, okay, buddy, I know all your tricks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she says, yes, I was new at dating. I thought this was how dating was supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. I know once you, you know, a lot of people are newly single. They've been out of the dating pool for a long time. Maybe they were married for decades or in long-term relationships. And then it can be really easy. I found to get swept up by a seducer or a surfer when you're at that place. So having a little bit more experience, I'm sure that will never happen to you again, right? (laughs) I don't think you would ever fall for that ever again. She says, I'm at a different level of dating now. I recognize that this wasn't my sailor. Love it. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I love it. So great. So great. Okay, Leah, what else do you have to say on this topic? I'm so curious. I'm just loving this conversation. I love it too. I (laughs) could talk about it all day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So then it's really, so women, I am not an expert on attachment theories at all, but I have had women ask me about just how this applies. And so no matter what, what, how you're coming to this information, like whatever brought you to it, it's really just from here on forward, learning healthy relationship dynamics, like what's healthy, what's not so that you're showing up as a healthy relationship partner. And then while you can recognize your own patterns, if you're single, like you're going to be drawn towards a sailor with this information. It's going to be a no brainer now because now you can't not know this information. Right. Yeah. So you won't be end up with someone who's avoidant and then wonder how you got there. So anyway, no matter what, moving forward, it's about understanding healthy relationship dynamics and how to navigate just so the I I'm calling it the attraction phase, the bonding phase, and then commitment and beyond. Um just to be navigating those as healthy as we can. I think that's great. I love the woman who, you know, was attached to the seducer for four years. She says, never again. I blocked his raft from reaching me again. Yes, I guarantee if you come to this work, you have this knowledge that will never happen to you again. You just know too much now. You can't go back (laughs) to who you were before learning some of this stuff, right? Valerie asks, what can I expect in dating versus being in a relationship? Do you have any thoughts on that, Leah? So it's pretty similar. So what I love about teaching women dating... Um, you know, how to navigate dating is that I use the same, I think I talked about this on our last podcast, but like the same principles of like, you know, staying in your life raft apply to being in a relationship. It's like, okay, what's mine? Am I trying to pull him into mine or am I trying to get into his? 
and um, to just really be aware of your own, like your own energy. And that's what women are doing when they're learning about masculine and feminine energies anyway. But this is just a more integrated approach where it's not about leaning back or leaning forward, but does this feel good? Does this feel healthy? Does this work for me? Um, so then moving into a relationship, what I want women to do is just keep it light and fun and easy from that first, like two months to six, seven or eight months. It's really about, this is what I call the bonding phase, um, where she's obviously not putting all of her eggs in one basket, (laughs) Because I never want a woman to do that. Even after she's married, she still needs to keep her own energy with her and not feel like, oh, I'm committed. And there's like this like codependent bonding or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what what allows us to keep this? So then so I call it elevated living. So it goes from the elevated dating method to elevated living from your life raft, where you just have this higher view, higher perspective of I'm going to keep it light and fun and not get too invested and understand that it's really about the moments that will allow it's each moment and each experience with a man that allows me to know if he's my sailor. This is where she figures out if he's her sailor or not. That is great. I love that so much. And I, what I love about your approach is it's very much focused on her intuition and her own unique experience rather than following some super stringent protocol of like, you have to date three men at a time. And if one leaves, you have to find another one. And even if you're not yes. that into him, I know that you're not about the super strict external rules of dating. It's more about following what feels right and true for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And what feels, what makes sense, what feels organic, what feels practical. Um, and to just question anything that feels like, Oh, I don't want to do that. That's a red flag. If a woman's like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Then there's, there's a reason she's feeling that. I think it's so important. I always talk about if you're, you know, you've made a list of your perfect guy, that list is usually working against you because every woman I've worked with who's ended up in a phenomenal relationship <laughs> or married to their dream man all says, oh my gosh, if I'd gone off this super strict list of exactly what I was looking for, I would have missed my soulmate who is everything I wanted and so much more. So this feels like more of an expansive approach rather than this narrowly focused, you know, do these 10 steps in this exact order <laughs> kind of thing. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very um, organic. And so this is where I bring in the love compass. Do you remember? I don't know. Yes, I think (laughs) almost a decade ago when we first started coaching and we were trading together, I remember you created this love compass idea. I'd love to hear more about that. When we were in training. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just so imagine, okay, this is... um, something that I'm teaching in my new program, but imagine we're all on a road trip together and I have a woman create a love compass and it's the 10 feelings she wants to feel in her ideal relationships. And that's the destination that we're going to. So imagine we're like going into, you know, a cabin in the mountains and we're all, we're starting at, I don't know, the beach or something. And along the way, we have all these tiny towns that we want to stop at and all of these towns represent men. So Helena, just imagine that you and I are taking all these women. And the idea is we want to stop at these towns and for these women to date these men here. And they need to quickly realize if this is, you know, if there's a sailor here or not. And the only way she's going to know if she reaches the destination is by how she feels with this love compass And what often happens, though, is we're on the road trip and a woman, we stop at a town and one woman's like, oh, I'm going to stay here. And we're like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, the red flags are everywhere. No, come on, keep coming with us. (laughs) Let's keep going. But the idea is to we have to stop at these towns. That's part of the process. You have to, you know, experience the energy of men and if it's the right man. So 
it is part of the process, but she'll know when she feels those feelings on her love compass, if she's reached the destination that we're trying to help her get to. That is so great. I love that. And again, it's the feelings you want to feel. Sure. Write a list of the feelings you want to feel in your ideal relationship. That is great. Very different from the top 10 qualities you're looking for in a partner. (laughs) Because like the seducer, for example, likely has all of those qualities. But guess what? It doesn't feel right because he's not pursuing you, because he's letting weeks go by without contacting you, because he's not moving the relationship forward. He might have that external list of what you think you're looking for, but the feelings that you need to feel aren't there and your needs aren't getting met. So that's a great way to go about it. I love the love compass idea. Yes. Yes. And I feel like for this to work really fast and for it to be the quickest way for a woman to attract and be able to recognize her sailor is to just be willing to draw that line in the sand of like, I'm not like I'm her priority is to see through the illusions of the men with potential. Like, no, like my priority is to see, you know, who these men are in the first three dates. I'm willing to let them go, even if they seem amazing, but I'm not, my intuition is telling me something, you know, it'll feel amazing, but also feel off. That's how she knows it'll feel Mm -hmm. off. Um, But it's being able to read between the lines, being able to, say like, okay, buddy, <laughs> I know your tricks. I've been here before. <laughs> and not, of course we want to approach things with love and openness, but there comes a time when it's like, no, I got, you have to be really discerning. That's what, discerning. That's what I'm trying to say. That's a great word. I think we've talked about that in past podcast episodes we've done together. The discernment is so important and you can feel that right away. And it's not about just quickly discarding everybody if they don't show up as like perfect, right? But the feelings within yourself are always there. Like you said, you can feel it if you feel like you're the one that has to move things along because you're not really on his radar. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And so the other point I really want to drive home is that she will feel his energy when he comes towards her will feel calm and steady. She'll want to go out with him, even if there's not like a, you know, huge chemistry or anything like that. But that is, I think the key point here, (laughs) she can trust herself. She can trust herself. Right. So it's not about looking for that crazy chemistry or that instant spark of attraction. You're looking for that calm, steady, easy, comfortable energy. And you'll know if you want to see someone again. And if you're questioning that, likely he's not the right one for you. Do I have that right? Exactly. Exactly. And then let's just say after, say women are, the women who are listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm going to practice this. And let's, you know, say she comes across men that are attracted to her, but she's not attracted to them to not let it bring her energy down. But She just needs to keep going and trusting that the right man for her exists. And she has the roadmap now, like the archetypes to go by. And if she can focus on that and keeping her, keeping from getting too disappointed or like, I'm going to have to, well, I don't even think women can really settle (laughs) because their soul is just doesn't, doesn't let them, they might prolong it, but ultimately a woman isn't going to settle. I love what you said about not getting down on yourself. If maybe you thought it could be a fit, it turned out to not be the right fit. Great. You know that you figure that out. So you're one step closer and then you get one step closer within the next interaction rather than getting into this downward cycle of frustration or discouragement. Like, oh, another guy that wasn't a fit, another guy that I'm not attracted to, another guy that disappeared. You know, you can easily (laughs) create momentum going in the wrong direction if you're just seeing everything is getting you further away or you're back to square one or you have to start over. I say you're getting one step closer. If a man shows you that he's not the right one for you, you want to celebrate that, feel great about it because now you can move forward on to the next better match. Who's going to be better. You know, the guy you end up with is going to just feel so good that it will be worth this journey for this brief period of time in your life. Right. Right. I love, I love that you said that because that when you say you were one, you're they're one step closer. Like I would love for them to imagine they're on a road trip with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've just stopped out of town. Oh, time to go. We keep moving forward and we're headed towards a specific destination that you and I both know is possible for them. If they just keep going and don't get 
caught in a potential man trap or caught in um, feeling, another feeling is feeling deprived. They, when we want something and we don't think we can have it, that deprived feeling comes in. And that is, um, that causes a woman to not make the best decisions. That is so true. I love the just feeling of abundance in my relationship where you just don't feel deprived of anything. You're not wanting for anything or lacking in anything. That's what I want every woman to experience. It's just this cup overflowing kind of feeling, right? And I don't want anyone to settle for less than that. Uh, we have a great question in the chat. Are those feelings consistent when you're together and apart? Do you mean the calm, consistent energy the easy, calm, moving forward at a steady pace energy? I would say yes. I think it's important to feel that way when you're with a man and when you're not with him, like when he's physically right there in front of you and when he's not. What do you think, Leah? Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> I think you've probably heard me say this a million times, but you should feel good. You should feel the feelings on your love compass 90 to 95% of the time when you're with him and when you're not with him. So important. I know I hear from a lot of women who say, well, when we're together, it's really great. I feel like the only woman in the world. But when he's not there, I feel insecure. I start to feel anxious. I start to feel like I have to reach out to him. Otherwise, I won't hear from him. So that's something to pay attention to. Someone else asked, even when you're dating, when you're just dating and yes, from the right? very first message, very first message. Mm, love it. I think that's great. I mean, even though you obviously might not be in contact every single day, it's not like you're in a relationship yet. You should still feel pretty secure about the fact that you're going to hear from him. He's moving things forward. The right man will do that. And if he's not doing that, great. He's showing you that he's not the right one. So you can quickly move on to the next better match for you. Right? Right, right. And so this idea that you feel good when you're with him, but you don't feel that way when you're not together most likely. So I want to say that's the surfer. Of course, that'll happen with the seducer too. But with the surfer, it's prolonged. <laughs> it's, it happens to get, it gets dragged out with him. Um, because And these, these men aren't focused on you. The sailor is focused on you. That's the biggest difference. Wow. What a perfect distinction. <laughs> They're not focused on you. Like you don't feel like you're on their radar. So you have to get off your life raft and swim over to them <laughs> to get their attention again. Right. Yeah, right. And they'll probably be happy to respond to you. They'll say yes. If you ask them to get together, I'm sure. But that doesn't mean that you're moving closer towards the committed relationship you want with the seducer or the surfer. Right. Yes, exactly. And so we're approaching this, right? So this whole, everything that we're talking about today is the, from the perspective of an integrated woman who's in her own life raft. So if she feels confident, safe, secure, grounded, um, empowered 90% of the time by herself, like just as she's going about her life, then she's going to recognize unhealthy behavior patterns in men pretty easily. So if a woman starts to feel anxious and insecure within the relationship dynamic with a man, that's a red flag. And she knows that because she is confident and secure in herself already. So true. I keep thinking about this one social media post that you probably posted over a year ago, but it's always stuck with me. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to say this exactly right, but you said something like empowered men don't need a lot of space from empowered women. Avoidant men will trigger otherwise empowered women to feel needy or anxious or insecure, right? Right. <laughs> so important. And I've been there myself. I consider myself an extremely empowered, independent person. Even when I was single, I've just always kind of been that way. I didn't like need a man to take care of me or anything like that, but I still wanted to have that amazing partnership and relationship. And I remember avoidant men or emotionally unavailable men would trigger that kind of anxious, needy feeling in me. So I love what you said there in that post. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Angela says, I love this quote. Yeah, it's so true, right? Yeah. So, okay. This brings me back to the attachment theory information where I'm, okay, 
So when I learned, began learning about masculine and feminine energies, it was because there was an avoidant man in my life and he actually disappeared. And I started, I was feeling anxious and insecure and I couldn't understand what was happening because that had never happened to me before. And then that's when I got online and started researching everything. Mm -hmm. But what I learned, like I interpreted it to mean that if I had been um, more confident and more irresistible and magnetic, this wouldn't have happened. It's like mm. he disappeared. But the truth is, like he was not a healthy relation. He was a seducer. He was not a healthy relationship partner for me to begin with. But and I'm grateful for the experience because it's brought me here and all these amazing things. But um, I think it's important for women to really know that it's not necessarily her anxiety that's pushing a man away. It's the relationship dynamic and him being an unhealthy relationship partner for her. That's exactly right. Yeah. You could be the most cool, calm, collected, leaned back, confident, radiant, magnetic woman on the entire planet. <laughs> and that's not going to make a man who's not right for you magically transform into somebody who's like all of a sudden really consistent and pursuing you. Right. 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 And so this elevated dating method that I'm talking about really gives like I want women to view the view men from this higher perspective of like, who are you? Show me who you are and and I'll respond from there. (laughs) Yeah. And that's actually so attractive to men, um, to empowered men, because there it creates uh, naturally creates a magnetism, a mystery. Um, like who is this woman who appears so confident and uh, it's really attractive to everybody. Yeah. That's true confidence. You're not doing something for the effect it has on a man, right? You're trusting yourself and following your intuition because that's what feels best for you. And you're trusting that the right man is going to swim over to your life raft, right? You're not going to have to jump out of your life raft to go get his attention or try to get him to do something or feel a certain way about you. So this was so great, Leah. I know we just covered so many things. I don't know if you want to do some kind of recap here. And I know you have a new program that's starting very soon too. So I would love to tell everyone about that. Yes. So um, it's not starting until March 10th. So there's still plenty of time, but it is all about, so I'm calling it the art of healthy relationships. And it is include everything that we've talked about today is included in there and, um, and much more, but yeah, what I think the important things to recap are is staying in your life raft, knowing what that feels like and trusting that the right man for you exists. Men are, men need to show you who they are so that you know you're matching up with a sailor, a healthy, integrated relationship partner, and to be able to recognize him in three dates or less. And I think that makes dating a little bit fun because you're not like, oh, is he the one? It's like, oh, who is this man? And and it changes the vibe. Definitely. And people don't want to waste time. I hear from women every day who feel they've wasted enough time. They don't want to waste more time. (laughs) They want to quickly attract an empowered masculine man who's truly right for them. Yes. Yes. And actually, so with really empowered women, I actually find that, yeah, the, they'll hardly get past three dates with a man before they already know it's not a match. Right. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I have a client who, um, just quickly in her fifties started, um, I think eight or nine weeks ago now met a man, um, within seven weeks, online. She implemented this, quickly knew he was a sailor, <laughs> um, made it past the thir- first three days. And now they think they found their soulmates, basically. And it just happened that quickly for her. And I think it can happen pretty quickly for most women once they have this elevated view. It's going to be the quickest way possible, really. So true. I just see that over and over and over. My last two clients, both in their 60s, starting over again after long relationships. And yeah, they met their partners in less than two months of doing this. Doesn't take yes. a long time, right? Doesn't take years and years and years. Mm-hmm. You can actually do this quickly. It's just about recognizing when something isn't right so you can move on and keeping a good 
positive attitude and mindset around it and just knowing and trusting that the right guy's out there. If you can have that mindset and then implement everything Leah is talking about today, you just can't lose with that formula. Uh, it's just so important, right? <laughs> I just seen it happen over and over. So how can people get a hold of you and work with you and possibly join this new course that you have starting next month? Yeah. So, um, so go ahead and email me and just let me know that you listen to this podcast with Helena and I, um, and so my email, just Leah at LeahLake.com, which is L E I G H A at L E I G H A L A K E.com. And yeah, I would love to, um, I, we also have courses, Helena and I have done programs mm-hmm. together. So, um, you can find those on my website as well. And yeah, I would love to hear from anyone who is interested in learning more. That sounds amazing. So I'll include your contact info in the description or the episode details when the replay of this posts. I'll try to get this out as soon as I can because I know there's going to be some women interested in joining your course. But if you're listening live or you just want to email Leah right away, that's Leah, L-E-I-G-H-A at LeahLake.com. And yeah, I'll definitely include our courses that we've done together. We've done so many ebooks and programs together over the years. We have the feminine art of attraction, the art of getting the commitment you want, connect with his heart. We've just done so many programs together. I just love everything you have to share. (laughs) And also you have the feminine art of dating, which I know is a huge favorite from women in my community. Is that still available too? That's still available. Yep. And the biggest difference with that one would probably be um, understanding the wounded and empowered masculine feminine energies. So I go deep into the archetypes there. Okay, great. Yeah, the wounded masculine and feminine versus the empowered masculine and feminine. If you're not familiar, that feminine art of dating would probably be a good place to start. I know women who have taken that course that have just loved it. So I'll include that too. So everything's just in the description or episode details, or if you're listening live, just go ahead and email Leah, let her know that you heard about this course through my podcast. Cause I know the spots are going to fill up pretty quickly, I'm sure. So I know you always give priority to women in my community, which is so nice of you, Leah. Thank you so much. This was great. Is there anything you want to say before we close out? Um, no, but I just love, I love doing having these conversations with you and your community. So thank you so much for having me. It's just, we're always on the same page. Yeah. So great. I just love your unique approach. And when I bring you on my podcast, I always know I'm going to learn things in a way that I've never heard them before. So, you know, I love that so much. So thanks for listening, everyone. This was great. Leah, thank you so much. And if you're listening to the replay of this, if you'd like to join me live, I go live on Bullhorn every other Tuesday at six o'clock PM Eastern time, which is three o'clock PM Pacific time. So my next live broadcast will be in two weeks. I have some amazing amazing experts lined up over the next few months. So I'll include a link to download the Bullhorn app. It's totally free. So user-friendly. You're going to love it. You can type your questions into the chat or call in and talk to me personally. So that link will be in the description or episode details as well. So thank you so much, everyone. Leah, thanks again. And I hope we can do this again soon. Thanks again, Helena. Bye, you guys. Bye, everyone. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.